Welcome to the Lucky Titan Podcast. Here you will learn how to fill your favorite platform with tons of your dream customers from some of the world's top entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Josh Tapp. Now let's get started. What is up, everybody? Josh Tapp here again, and welcome back to the Lucky Titan. Today, we're here with Mark Saluk. Did I pronounce your name right, Mark? Saluk. Luke. Okay, good. I was like, man, I just feel like I didn't even ask you that question before. Well, Mark, I'm, I'm excited to have you here and everybody should know that Mark is a multiple time entrepreneur, a very successful guy, especially in the aviation and technology sector. So this is going to be a really fun interview today because we're going to be talking about his company Fluber, which I guess you can probably, the, the connotations there are probably pretty, uh, pretty apparent, right? Uh, Uber, what? So if we if we get down to the crux of it, though, I'd like to talk to today with Mark about his accomplishments with his tech companies, but also with this really disruption of an industry that is, they're a beast. <laughs> He's fighting a really big bear right now and doing a really good job of it. So Mark, first off, say what's up to everybody and we'll hop in. Good afternoon. Hello, everyone. Glad to be here. Thanks, Josh, for having me on and looking forward to our conversation. Yeah, you bet. I'm, I'm stoked to have you here, Mark. So, Mark, I want to give give you just a couple seconds here to give us the synopsis of Fluber, what it is, and then we'll get into the story. Well, we're bringing a breath of fresh air into the, uh, into the travel industry. And, you know, oftentimes, you know, people associate private jets with the upper echelon of the marketplace and only rich people can take it. And, you know, we were stuck with taking commercial air travel, typical airlines, it's frustrating, it's annoying. And so we're creating a new market segment. We're creating an alternative to commercial aviation with private aircraft. And we're bridging the gap. We're bridging the two together and creating, as I said, a new marketplace. And so far the the reception is tremendous. And we're looking forward to having fun with it. Yeah. And I, and I have to highlight something here for a lot of you, because I know for a lot of you, you know, you may be making 300 to 500,000 a year and you're just like oh, private travel still out of my reach. Right. But what's amazing is Mark's company is bridging that gap. Like it's completely providing that to a sector of people who probably previously would never have assumed they could have gone private. So I'm really excited to kind of dive into that with you, Mark. So the first thing that I want to ask you though, is what was that epiphany moment for you where you realized I love a, the aviation industry, but I see a, a, an industry here that I know I can take on. Right. So, you know, I used to travel often to, um, you know, being in New York and, and having, um, having been in the technology industry and the telecom industry specifically and, and dealing with the, um, you know, some of the bureaucratic bodies in uh, D.C. I used to have to often travel to D.C. And, you know, for an 11 a.m. meeting, I used to have to wake up at five in the morning, get through the airline logistics and the, the TSA and all that great stuff. And it became a whole day ordeal. And the only other option that I had outside of airlines was private jets. And frankly, it was cost prohibitive. So to me, um, I saw an opportunity where just like in the rideshare and the terrestrial world, um, the rideshare companies came out and created a product through an easy to use app and brought it to the mass. Um, I saw an opportunity where the regional space, uh, because the airlines actually don't want to be in that space because they don't want to fly big 10 to, you know, for hour type flights. I saw an opportunity where we can bring this type of travel to regional cities. And so far the reception has been absolutely amazing. I mean, think about it, being able to download an app, 
booking a flight within a minute and a half, uh, two to three hours before your departure and being picked up or drive to a local airport and drive up to an aircraft, be able to take off and be on your way within within literally an hour. So right. it's it's uh, it's it's actually I, I think it's a breath of fresh air that, that we're bringing into the AV into the world of aviation, and we're excited about it. Yeah, well, and, and and the question that just keeps popping in my mind is one of the questions I wanted to ask you pre-interview is just like how how are you decreasing the price, right? Because that's that's going to be the number one um, argument, I guess, that your your customers will have against you is like what's where's the price savings? Like how are you saving them money? Right. So, so essentially we're, you know, we're, we're not really looking at the commercial airline space. We're looking at the private space, the private jets and the private market. And essentially what we're doing is we're, we're honing in on a very specific market segment. So we're not, you know, we don't have aircraft and we don't, our partners, you know, we, we're not looking for every type of aircraft that can fly anywhere. We're in the regional space. So we've procured and acquired the right aircraft for the right mission and logistically have set up our operation to support that. And when you standardize on a certain product and on a certain um, a business or from an operational perspective, the, the cost of, of operations is, is a lot lower and it, it starts to make sense. So we're, we're focusing on a very specific market and our objective is to penetrate that marketplace and become ubiqu- ubiquitous with that space. So that that's right. kind of without getting into too much detail that that's kind of our our positioning in that marketplace. Right, because you you've really like you said it's like finding those specific flights and not because because the big question I had when we first had our conversation was like well, are you like renting planes from somebody or like how are you making this work, right? And and that's really not the case, right? You're like, well, it's already an existing market. You're just making it more accessible first off, which right. is huge. <laughs> So, there, there, so, you know, you would think, and, and obviously folks that are not in the aviation space may not know this, but not every, you know, aircraft owner or pilot can get up and say, hey, I'd like to take a passenger on today and then fly them somewhere, you know, fly them somewhere. It just, it doesn't work that way. Um, there are licenses out there that are governed by the FAA. And just like an airline in our world is called a 121 operation. Um, There's also what's called a Part 135 operation, which is an on-demand air taxi. And that's what we have. That's what we operate. So we we not only leverage our own operator license, which is something that, you know, from starting when when I first started business, one of the first things I did was acquire that license. Um, To become a Part 135 operator takes years and years. So, you know, the first the first thing I needed to do was become that 135 operator. And clearly, I couldn't wait the five years it took to, to uh, get that license. So the next best thing was to buy the operator and sort of build a business from there. So we have that operator. We're able to leverage that operator with our own aircraft. It allows us to operate aircraft that are governed and, and over, overseen by the FAA from, from a safety perspective. But we don't preclude any other operators that want to come on to the platform, that want to be a part of the platform. And so what that allows us to do is to scale and expand quickly. And so there's a lot of interest there. And that's what will allow us to not only, you know, serve certain cities locally, but expand domestically pretty quickly. And uh, believe it or not, we're also going uh, internationally. So there's a lot of interest there as well. 
Right. Well, and, and I'm just going to unpack that a little bit to see if I'm understanding correctly as well for our audience. So essentially there's a lot of guys who have these licenses, but they're not getting a lot of time in the air, right? Because they have like specific things they're doing. You're giving them that opportunity to, to pick up some extra fares right. throughout, the, so throughout the week. There are regional operators that, you know, in, in this business regionally, it's very seasonal. So what we're doing with these operators is we're giving them a consistent flow of business. So right. if you operate in New York, for example, the, the aircraft for this mission um, would be good for the summer, let's say, you know, from a New York to Nantucket route or New York to, uh, you know, Martha's Vineyard. So in this case, once the season's over, they take their aircraft and they position it somewhere else, say in the Caribbean, for example, where they can pick up some of that business when they're not busy here. Right. So we're able to come in and say, look, we're going to give you a consistent flow of business where you don't have to move your aircraft to monetize it. Right. So that's the opportunity for them. That's awesome. See, and I love that. That's such a unique model first off. And so the, the question for the marketers in the group, right. Is hey, how are you attracting an audience to this? Um, because you've done a great job. I really think that's one been one of your biggest selling points is that you guys have done such a good job of educating, but the accessibility portion. So how are you attracting those clients to you? Right. So we're, we're, you know, we started with our soft launch with the app and, you know, it's, we're taking a guerrilla marketing approach to it. So we'll be doing a lot of things uh, from a marketing standpoint that will be very unique, very different and very exciting and extremely viral. I can't really divulge some of those plans right now because well, my team oh, game over, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I can tell you definitively that some of the things we're doing on the marketing approach will will be going viral very quickly, and in fact, um, you know, there'll be some major media coverage with it. So that will not only bring the brand brand awareness, but it will also educate the marketplace on this new segment that we're introducing. And thereafter, we'll be expanding into regional markets very quickly. I, I would, I would. Venture to say that in the, within the next six months, we'll be in at least six to seven markets. That's brilliant. I love that. Well, and so, I mean, obviously everybody can get access to that by going to fluber.com or download their app. It's such a spectacular place. And I hope everybody will go look at that and say, okay, you know, download it, look at it. I mean, maybe your next flight that you didn't think was even in your reach is, is on a private, uh, is a private flight. So go check that out for sure. Um, so Mark, when it comes to to you know your marketing campaigns and everything as well your positioning is has to be perfect because i mean for you right you said you have a very specific niche of people so who who is that customer first off i'm just kind of curious so we want to take that and you know the, the, really it's we're looking to take that traveler that travels regionally right so if you're going to a business meeting for example um and you have to be back the same day we're looking for that traveler you know, the major airlines used to have a shuttle going from um, regional cities, right? And that, I remember at LaGuardia Airport, there was that one hour shuttle that Delta used to have going from New York to Boston every hour. Hmm. And they, they cut that down. So the, the type of customer we're looking for is the type of customer that needs to be on the go and back at the same, same day, same week. So we're, we're, we're looking for that demographic. Obviously, because of the type of aircraft that we utilize, we don't have to land at major airports. We can land at, at much smaller airports. So that gives us the flexibility of um, catering to folks who need to get to local type 
cities and they need to get there quickly. So whether you're visiting family or going on a you know short vacation or just on a quick business trip, I mean, it's it really, it, it opens up the, the market to a wide variety of demographics. Right. It's one of those things, I mean, you kind of mentioned Uber's story. It's kind of that same same story. And I was like, well, let's start regionally and then work our way up. And like you said, get right. into multiple different markets. Now, right. just to clarify, are multiple different markets different countries or is that different regions? We're going to take this globally. So we're uh, our, our eye is to, we're, we're eyeing this on a global uh, scale. We're not looking to, you know, this is not going to be small. We're going to get some uh, some good traction on it in terms of what our platform does, um, how it's marketed, and the reception really is going to drive its success. And so far, so far over the last couple of weeks, the success that we've had has been tremendous. So we're, 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 we'll take this globally. Yeah, I love that. And when did you guys start this? By the way, I was kind of curious about that. Uh, Jen, I'm sorry, August 2018. So yeah, so you've been around. My math's horrible. Three years, <laughs> um, just about. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Well, and you've done, you made some great progress already, and that's that's when you know, like, hey, you've you've tapped the market, right? You found a really good good space. So, I'm going to ask you this: what's what's the next step for Mark? What's your next big big thing coming for you? You're talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Going global. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's his big thing. Look, we're, you know, it's all, you know, I, I, you know, this is not my first rodeo. I've done this before. Um, looking to bring on good people, uh, build a team, build a company, uh, build revenues, um, really build something that's going to make a difference uh, to everyone. And that, that's, you know, for that, you need all this to really come together and you know that that's you know that's what we're looking to do. It's it's not all it's all about your customers. It's about your business. It's about attracting good people, and uh, you know we're we're laser focused on that. Right, and I love that. Well, one of the things that was unique to me, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but you have bootstrapped this entire company with your own money. Is that correct? Initially, initially, yes. Uh, yeah. Thankfully, I had a, you know I built the business over twenty years and was able to sell it to a public uh, publicly traded company in two thousand seventeen. And I followed my passion. I followed my passion in aviation. And it's one thing to have a passion; it's a completely different <laughs> challenge to build a business out of it. Right. And so far, um, I attribute it to the to my team and and to to the experience um, to have it all come together. But, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's been an interesting road. And fortunately, over the last six months, we were able to attract some, some uh, good venture money. And uh, we're, we're capitalized pretty well right now when we're poised to, the, tra- the trajectory is great. From a capital perspective, we're, um, we're on the right track. And uh, you'll, be, you'll be hearing some good news, hopefully soon. <laughs> I love that. It's proof of the pudding that people came and found you a couple of years into business and you've, you're getting this venture money. I was just curious with that because it's such a capital intensive industry. Like it's just crazy to me if you had actually completely bootstrapped it. I just don't even that's even possible in that industry. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I've been fortunate enough to, uh, you know, I, thankfully I, I've done well in my past business life, but I'm still very shrewd when it comes to investments. I, you know, I took a, I took a risk. It's a risk well taken and I roll up my sleeves. I'm, you know, I make it happen. So it's not about, you know, 
not only making investments, it's about rolling up your sleeves and working hard and not letting anything get in your way. Believe me when I tell you, I've had folks that came to me and they told me, you know, the first thing, first thing about aviation was, you know, how do you make a billionaire a millionaire, you know, get them into aviation, right? <laughs> so, uh, and that, that's oftentimes what you hear, but I'm, I'm really bringing in the technology aspect into this and I'm, I'm bridging a, a really interesting marketplace together. Um, and I think post pandemic, uh, some of the things that you're hearing right now, I think that's just, you know, bringing more, uh, you know, it, it just basically proves the model even more. And, right. uh, you know, as I said, we're really excited about it and, uh, the reception just keeps getting better and better. Well, and hopefully this podcast expands the reach even further. Cause I really do think that this is going to be such an interesting business to watch grow. Cause I think it's going to be one of those ones where 10 years from now we'll be like, Oh yeah, did you fluber here? Right. <laughs> no more of that Expedia right. garbage, you know, or Googling your flights. Right. Um, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's got a good, it's got a good ring to it. <laughs> um, I love it. Says, says the owner, right? <laughs> um, I love it, man. Well, Mark, I, I really do appreciate this conversation. I'm going to give one final shout out to everybody too, to make sure that they go download the app, the Fluber. So that's F L E W B E R. So flu B E R, right? Pretty straightforward or fluber.com to make sure you guys go check this out. Go look, maybe there's a flight that you've been taking forever that you could be doing privately. You can dodge all those annoying fights on the planes. As Mark was saying, you know, it's just coronavirus time. We get it. Pri or, uh, what do they call them? Commercial flights are not a great place to be right now. So Mark, I want to ask you though, one final thing, which is, could you give us one final parting piece of guidance for our audience? Uh, always look forward to a challenge. And don't let anyone bring you down and stay focused. Don't be a jack of all trades because you'll always be a master of none. And, uh, you know, you build your own success and just, you know, don't let anyone ever take you down. I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Lucky Titan podcast. If you learned anything from this or any other episode, make sure you rate it and share it with another entrepreneur who could help. Thanks again. And I'll catch you on the flip side.